Hello and welcome everyone to episode 24, Borked 4.0. <laughs> because shit happens all the us. time uh, of my life in games. It's wonderful to have you back here with us. To my immediate left is Silas. What's going on, Silas? Oh boy. <laughs> the things and the stuff. Um <laughs> Uh no, we'll uh we'll keep this minimal. <laughs> Feels like uh, a loaded question. It's good to see you though. <laughs> to my far left, it's Neutron. What's going on, Neutron? It's your boy Neutron, you know, just playing some video games. I had some of my own borkening happening this morning. My camera did not want to work. Okay. I know the feels now. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> the borks continue. <laughs> They do. It spreads. And I I wish I had Windows to blame. I don't know that it's particularly a, a Windows issue. Uh, Windows 10 is just, it's become the, what's that game we make fun of all the time for being terrible? Mass Effect. Yes. Yeah. Windows has been the Mass Effect lately, but uh, no, that's not been what's messing us up. Uh, what's been going on? What has everybody been playing? Silas, we'll start with you. Well, it's been... A combination of things, and of course an update since the last time we recorded. <laughs> mm. um, now it's it's been a fair bit of, of Shining Resonance and uh, of course uh, No Man's Sky, which uh, we'll get a little bit more into some No Man's Sky stuff uh, a little bit further in, in the episode. Um, but yeah, mostly, mostly those couple of games. Um, I did have No Man's Sky on PS4, but uh, due to ps4 borkings and things um <laughs> i now have no man's sky on pc and we'll leave it at that <laughs> and that's where i play it now where it's nice and pretty and sexy um yeah which of course i have to get things on, on pc now because i did get a new gaming pc so yes for for new things and more power um, it's Getting ready for the next uh, batch of games coming out, that seems like the smart thing to do. I, yeah. I think I built my computer uh, towards the beginning of last year, and I, I don't think I would have needed to replace it necessarily. But uh, I think it's good in this case to be doing some upgrades because there's a lot of really cool games that are coming out that are going to be power suckers. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. And it's probably a good time to upgrade now with you know all the graphics cards. The uh, 1080s going down in price with the mm-hmm. uh, you know, news on the, the RTX. Neutron, what's been going on with you? What you been playing? I got two words for you. Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> Man, uh, so uh, last month it was the Solstice event. That was a lot of fun. Brought a lot of folks back. Uh, they did a lot of changes. A lot of good stuff uh, in the Warmind DLC. Uh, uh, as of yesterday, September 4th. Uh, the new DLC for year two Forsaken has been launched. I took the whole week off, so I'm going to be playing and streaming a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I, ca- I caught the beginning of that DLC while you were, while I was on break yesterday and you were streaming. So dude, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. I, they did everything right. Um, I can't, and I think I'm good. Well, I'm, I'm going to save it cause I know we're going to talk some more in-depth destiny a little bit later in the episode, but I've been playing quite a bit of Destiny myself, and I have to agree, it's been, it's an expansive update. It feels good. I think I played yesterday over 10 hours. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow. Did you get numb ass from this? <laughs> yep, I did. It it fell asleep. I had to get up, stretch a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that, that stretching is, is important. Uh, not just so you don't get the numbness, but to uh, keep your lower back happy. Oh, yeah. True. Those of us who've had back issues or still have them, uh, <laughs> or if you've ever hurt your back, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Before we get into some gaming news, we have a brief announcement to make, and uh, it's a pretty cool one. I think uh, I can I can say that we're all really stoked about this announcement. My Life in Games is now a proud member of the Ninja Pancake family of podcasts. Woo-woo. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, if you're not familiar with Ninja Pancake, uh, I'm also on another podcast called Bombshell Jackets. It's a division podcast. And uh, they're part of the Ninja Pancake family run by uh, Rempency and Tinks. So uh, hopefully here in the near future, we're going to have one of them on, if not both, for an episode of My Life in Games and really uh, make it official that induction into the Ninja Pancake family. Some interesting news uh, over the past couple of weeks may not be may not be absolutely new to you, but I haven't seen a lot of distinct conversation about this on the social media monsters. So first, ad-free viewing is no longer available with Prime. Twitch is adding their Turbo subscription, a blanket subscription for all Twitch to remove ads, plus a few small benefits not worth mentioning on this episode. let's just start there we've got a couple other notes underneath that but let's just start there have you guys seen this and what are your thoughts about twitch moving in this direction Mm. well kind of a mixed bag about this because it feels it's like let's make people pay for more shit um and on one hand i mean you're obviously you know your uh your subs We'll still make it so that way whoever you're sub to is ad free, um, but whoever you're not sub to, um, obviously, if you even though you have Prime now you're st- now you're gonna have ads again, which really really sucks because some of us do watch multiple streamers, and while we may not, you know, we will sub to some but not all, you know, uh, losing that ad free viewing kind of feels like they're trying to force more people into subbing, which while that may work and from a business sense, I get it. Um, on another hand, it might really piss some people off, and then some streamers might actually kind of lose some viewership. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's 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 got a double edge going on. There is some benefit, but uh, long term, how it's going to turn out, um, I don't know. So we'll see. Mm, Neutron, I know you're not on Twitch right now, but uh, any thoughts on this in particular? Yeah. So I still go back and forth between the different platforms to see different streamers, uh, but it'll still affect me because I, I don't want to see ads every single for example if a if a uh, stream crashes for whatever you have to refresh i don't want to see another ad like there should be some yeah. some kind of timer or something some something in the logic in the code so it, it allows us you know just the first time you go in maybe the you know, at the end of the stream i don't want to see multiple ads in the middle i don't know it's i hope that the revenue that they're getting, they're going to get from this actually brings good stuff, um, you know, to all the viewers. Cause right now we have, uh, you know, those free game, the free games, I think they give out monthly. If you have your mm-hmm. Amazon prime, if they give out better games, that might be okay. You know, some, a triple a title, something more recent. And I, th- I think you mentioned on the, the previously recorded, but 
borked episode that uh, <laughs> there were rumors that they were going to attempt to bring more games to their to their loot box kind of program thing. Yeah, they um, they didn't mention specifics, but there was an article uh, where they were thinking of providing uh, better games, bigger games, AAA titles, and hopefully that's a thing because that would be that would kind of maybe calm down. Like you're getting something out of it versus just them just taking your money. <laughs> Some of that depends greatly on the um, on the developer as well. I th- for instance, the division. Uh, there's not anything you know as far as loot boxes. They've they've tried it with a couple of special events, but um, nothing to the level in which we're talking about. So I don't know if it's not division. I don't know if I'm really going to care too much. But I think there does need to be some expansion into that. But we don't know for sure that it's that that money from that revenue is going to go there. And what I'm seeing across the board from uh, from streamers and especially like 24-hour services such as Rift Tracks. Rift Tracks now has a uh, an auto message that populates in their chat that says, if you don't like the, the frequency of these ads in our channel, here is a link to report your feelings on how many ads you're seeing directly to Twitch. And this is creating a thing for for many streamers where they feel that they have to explain to some of their lurkers who may they don't subscribe or maybe they're subscribed to several other channels. Now they're going to have to maintain either maintain a subscription to you and or purchase the turbo subscription. And I I can't help but feel that this is pressure on me as a broadcaster to push their turbo service which is another thing to push. I have three sub-tier levels now, and then I have a spiel that I have to talk about with Amazon Prime and then how that works. Now I'm going to have another thing to talk about, which is Amazon's Turbo Service and what that does if you don't want to see ads everywhere else. I feel like they're taking some money out of my mouth a little bit. They're taking some money out of my pocket here. Um, and then I, I'm not really seeing where that's going to pay me back as far as infrastructure, better extensions, um, whatever it might be, I just don't feel like there's enough transparency with this to have a solid opinion as to whether or not it's going to be a good thing as much as they're purporting it to be. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, Twitch is starting to become like the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it's headed. Um, mm-hmm. not, not to be all like doom and gloom, but anybody who's ever known anybody who's worked in the music, music industry, or if you've tried yourself, uh, record labels and things when it comes down to it. Um, let's just say your musicians don't make nearly as much money as you think they do. <laughs> no. The record label, they make the money. They make the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right now it's uh, Twitch is starting to become the record label. Yeah, And they're finding more ways to like, okay, well, this is cool. And people have been doing this, that, and the other. So now we're going to try to cash in on it in our way to get more money for us, even though they're already profiting quite mm-hmm. a bit, actually. Um, but again, if, if they do something positive with it, that's good for the viewership and the streamers, then maybe, maybe we'll be okay with this. But if it's just a cash grab, then I'm not happy about it. But unfortunately, that is a... This is a business kind of maneuver. Well, what's interesting is they might, depending on how, if it does well or, or bad for their for their uh, company, they might go back. They've gone, they've gone uh, for example, they try to update the UI on the homepage recently. Oh, yeah. And I think they, they reverted. They reverted that. Yeah. 
because of uh, you know viewer input. So depending on how it's reacted by the community, they might have to you know go back. Who knows? We'll see. But everyone's voice matters. So if you do not like it, express your feelings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, there's a there's a great support um, forum for you to be connected to. If you're a Twitch broadcaster, you really need to know about this and be involved because. Um, if Twitch is, if Twitch is anything, they do seem to be responsive to feedback considering the program that, uh, that you mentioned Neutron. So, um, the more feedback we input and, uh, how it's affecting you, what you're seeing in chat, that kind of feedback is really important. And, um, this, I'm not saying that this is necessarily a bad thing. It all depends on where the money goes. Follow the money. Follow the money. If it's going to result in better infrastructure for streamers and uh, the broadcasters, the content creators, and uh, allowing us to reach a wider audience, that is ultimately going to help Twitch. But if this is just simply a way for them to take some of the revenue away from our 499 subs or our Twitch Prime subs. Um, that we only get half of. Yep. Yeah, that we only get half of. And you have to reach a $100 minimum threshold, I believe, before you see any of it anyway. That's right. And if you don't, there's also fees and things that can actually eat away at it. So if you're not really getting that many subs, you're not really going to see anything. It's all just going to go to Twitch. And you also get to wait 45 days for the privilege. Yeah. <laughs> once you hit that $100 threshold. So, And if you are hitting that $100 threshold um, every month, you are a couple of months behind. So that check that you're seeing uh, deposited into your account or your PayPal or however you may do it is actually behind. So if you, if, you, if this month you got those $500,000 bit donations, well, guess what? <laughs> you're waiting three months to see them. Sorry. Uh, so there's things that could definitely be improved upon there. We'll just have to see how it goes. So we'll definitely keep you guys informed as I think we're all invested in some way, shape or form into uh, to what Twitch is doing right now with their turbo subscription. Next, we've got the GeForce RTX 20 series. It released a little bit ago and it promptly sold out. <laughs> yeah, like immediately. Immediately. It's nice. Yeah, pretty ex pretty expensive too um uh, that's 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 putting it mildly <coughs> <laughs> might have to go sell a kidney to get one of those yes, some of the lower tier ones though aren't too bad it's it's around what seven to a thousand dollars right uh, the 2070 i think was around 600 oh oh, oh yeah you see yeah. most most small-time streamers can definitely afford that yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, mm. yeah let me, uh, just, just, just give me a 1080 Ti and I'll be good. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> That's really all you need right now. I just, uh, I don't know. It, it's going to be the the uh, Bitcoin farmers. Like, you better be making some serious bank on Bitcoin to be able to justify buying, the, the, what, the $2,200 version of the 20 series? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Are any of us getting one? Not, Not time soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just dropped a bunch of money, and uh, my I now have a dedicated streaming rig, uh, which was my old PC, which is now my dedicated streaming rig. rig upgraded a few parts and things like that. Plus, uh, got a dedicated gaming laptop of fantasticness. So yeah, 
I think uh, yeah. I think I'm good. Uh, Who would benefit? And what graphic card would you have to have to benefit um, by uh, by the upgrade to the 20 series? Now, I, Silas, you told me that you still have what the the 970. Yeah, the 970 is what's in my uh, now dedicated streaming rig, I guess. And that's working great for you, right? Yeah, yeah. Although the gaming laptop can't outperform it, but that's got a 10 series in it, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more video happen. RAM. It just it just fucking helps. <laughs> uh, not to mention just that, that little bit more power. And let's face it, I built this desktop originally like four years ago. 2014. Wow. So. It's like mid 2014 when I built when I originally built this. So there we go. Uh, the 970s were like new and brand new, shiny, and there you go. Uh, is, there, is there a 970 or 980? I just went with the 970s a lot better bang for the buck at that point in time. Um, and it still runs great. It's still good. Got the overclocking edition MSI, so I can play games on my uh, on this rig. I just can't play and stream real good. So thus the separate setup, and now I have more gaming powder on the separate setup where I can you know hook it up to my 4K screen and jack them settings up to ultra and 4k and still have a nice day <laughs> mm-hmm. uh not quite everything some stuff i have to do have to turn down when it's uh, set to 4k but it still looks pretty as shit so who cares <laughs> uh, okay so you gotta turn the anti-aliasing down a couple of the things as long as the as long as the details and other stuff is there it's, it's fantastic whatever yeah. as long as i'm not uh, dropping down to you know 30 FPS, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how much money you, you've got and then how nitpicky you are about um, the, the upcoming games here. I was thinking it, if you were still running a 1060 or, or even the 1070 and you had some money to burn, I might make the upgrade to mm-hmm. the 20 series. I might. I would. And just forego the 1080. Mm-hmm. If I was looking at, if I had the money and I was looking at buying a 1080, I would probably just spend the little extra and get the 20 and then be secured for the next two years of my graphics card. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Now, I'm not doing it. I still have my 1070 and it works great. So I don't think, I don't think that'll be a, a very soon upgrade for me. I, I would also wait and see now that they're, they're pushing their, their big push with the, with the 20 series is that ray tracing technology. Which unfortunately, there's only like a handful of games that take advantage of at this point. Yep. True. So um, now it could take hold, and if it does, you're future-proofing yourself. But if it doesn't, then there's a lot of extra power being wasted. So mm. there's that to look at. Um, I would also do a wait back, uh, sit back and see because now that they've released that, you know, AMD is going to have a new, uh, what is it, Radon Vega series card probably shortly. Um, you know, though, you know, and that's the good thing about competition. So depending on where the market goes, if more games start adopting ray tracing technology, you can bet your ass, uh, you're going to see a new radon card with ray tracing shit in it. That's going to be like, Hey, okay, now it's time to one up your ass and so on and so forth. So if that becomes a thing, you'll also see the prices drop because more people will be adopting those cards, so on and so forth. Assuming that Bitcoin farmers don't just keep buying every last damn one of them and you still got to sell a kidney or a left nut to get it. (laughs) (laughs) What about the right one? No, we're keeping that one. That's the primary. We need that shit. Never the right one. (laughs) The left one's the backup. You can do without it. The right one, no. You're keeping it. Neutron, did you have anything to add? Yeah, so I am looking into upgrading right now. Um, I have a 970. I uh, play and stream from the same computer. Um, thankfully, I was able to uh, quick chat with, with Silas. He helped me uh, optimize some of my settings for the stream. 
So yeah, now looks, looks much more pretty now. <laughs> looks a lot more better, you know. So it looks nice. So I don't, I don't see a rush to upgrade, but I am looking into it. I want to see, you know, if I upgraded a 1080 Ti. I think I've seen some lowest I've seen like probably 300 bucks, 400 bucks for one of those. Um, and I don't have to do change much on my, you know, uh, desktop. If I upgrade to a 2070, I might have to get a new power unit, uh, you know, a bunch of other stuff. So it's not yeah, just a quick five hundred bucks. There's you're probably getting closer to a thousand to upgrade. Yeah, keep in mind the other upgrades to go with it. The uh, the twenty series requires a small nuclear reactor provided <laughs> to you by Nvidia for an extra fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> so we'll see. And I'm also thinking about maybe um, keeping this tower as my um, streaming and maybe get a laptop myself, gaming laptop. Yeah. Dude, it's a, it's a it's a good way to go, man. Hey, I I have loved my setup being able to do well. I I loved it until my stream PC went full bork. But um, <laughs> yeah. But if exactly. not for this this gaming laptop, courtesy of Kaylee, um, I would have been gameless. There would have been absolutely nothing that I could have done. And I still work from this computer as well. So it's been great to have it on the go for traveling and you know mobile content creation has been yep. really nice with it. So. And I think it's got the 1080 in it. It does have the 1080 in it. Spicy. Mm. And, and, and Spicy. it's nice to see that, you know, back in the day, a gaming laptop was not really a thing. And even when they first started, I remember the early Alienware gaming laptops. <laughs> not a pretty sight, nor was it light. You could easily, you know, have yourself a workout just carrying your laptop around. And I... kill somebody with it. <laughs> I, yeah, as a matter of fact, I've got I've got one of the one of my old ones here right now. The M M eighteen X R two. Wasn't that one of the waste. first ones that have a dedicated graphics card? Yeah, it, I purchased it with the dual uh, Nvidia six eighties six eighty graphics cards in there. Yeah, wow. so it's it's a heavy beast. It is a heavy beast. Mine has since burned out, but the wifey still has hers and. Um, and it's been a solid machine, but it gets really hot, you know, cooling mm-hmm. issues. Alienware had not figured it out. And apparently they still haven't figured it out because their new laptops look like ass. <laughs> yeah, I don't like them. And I was looking at some, but I just I don't like the new design. No, no. Mm-mm. No, I was when I was considering if I had to had to replace my entire stream PC. One of the first places I usually go is Alienware just to see what they're doing because uh, I still remember back in the day, like you go to Alienware when you want top notch, ready to go, and then they got bought out by Dell, and you know you second guess everything. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, they're uh, there's I don't know what they're doing over there, and even looked at their their uh, flagship model didn't have great stats uh, stats according to PC gamer it was one of the one of the lowest rated flagship models compared to you know like the Asus brand and a couple of others so I don't know Razor. what they're doing over there <laughs> Razer yeah I'm like come on guys you used to you used to stand for something what is going on in other gaming news no man's sky accumulated 24 million dollars. In July, potentially making a power play on Fortnite. Silas, you've been playing No Man's Sky a bit. Oh yeah, definitely have. Played quite a quite a bit of it. I had I logged about fifty hours on PS4 in about a week and a half. Oh wow. my god! 
<laughs> before before the before the the borkening of the PS4, but you know, mm. now we're gonna have to catch those hours up on PC where I can play even prettier um, and smoother. By the way. <laughs> Um, so for for somebody like me, I've never played No Man's Sky, and of course now I've I've taken a look at a couple of videos. But what's No Man's Sky about? And then how did it how did it go from how bad it it was in in the news to twenty four twenty four million dollars in July? And news reports say that it could be making a power play on Fortnite. Like, is that possible right now? Can that happen? Well, it's uh, I think it's a large and by and large uh, due to the latest uh, next update, as they titled it, um, that added the proper uh, multiplayer co-op to to the game that was actually promised. I think at release it was supposed to have this. Yep. But we, we won't go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it it works. It's actually works pretty damn well for the most part. Once you get linked up with people, it's 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 great and it's a lot of fun. You can do uh, four-player uh, co-op and then after that, more people can... It's up to 16 people in one session, but you're only going to actually see four where you can have actual interaction and trade things with at one time. Uh, but up to 16 people can be in any given um, session, just like uh, like how Destiny does. It's, I don't know, 16 seems to be the limit thing for online games and, and, and session spawns. I don't know why. Maybe it's a server issue. I don't know. But anyway, some sort of optimized number. 16. But anywho. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so, you know, being able to play this game where you, it's a, at its at its core, it's a survival game. That's what it is. It's a survival. You, you go and you, you get materials and you make stuff and then you go get more materials to make other stuff and other cool things. And depending on which paths you take, depends on which other cool shit you can make. You can totally ignore certain things and, you know, have really good other stuff depending on which way you go because part of it just depends on really what you want to do at the end of the day. Do you want to do a lot of base building and have build cool-ass, like, castle-looking planets on bases? Or, or you know what I mean? I just reversed the words there, but anyway. <laughs> Cool-looking bases on planets. Or, you know, do you want to just go and just blow shit up and you're worried about your weapons and armor? You know? Um, <laughs> I like a little bit of both, personally. Um, you can also get, uh, you know... Um, a frigate so then you can um park your ship on it actually your whole collection of ships which is six plus your friends can go land on that and then you can like you know go explore together and one person's using fuel instead of everybody and you go explore and find more planets and you know maybe you go murder some aliens or kill some space pirates or whatever the case may be um or maybe you're just out exploring and you're looking for weird planets with cool ass sunsets whatever the case <laughs> there's a lot to do <laughs> You know, we've had conversations about Fortnite in uh, in the near past. Um, and Not my I, favorite one, game. Yeah, I, I, for one, I'm just I'm tired of this battle royale thing. I get it, uh, but it's it's kind of like what Call of Duty started turning into for me, and it's just the FPSs. I'm I'm kind of out of it. I want something that's more challenging than just dropping me in and into a match and then fighting a bunch of other people. Fortnite had an advantage on PUBG in that you were building added an interesting aspect to the battle royale mode but that's slowly kind of dying down a little bit too now i'm not saying that it's going to be destitute in six months but you have seen a kind of leveling out and when i see a game like no man's sky moving up especially after how how bad it was to begin with yeah. and you have a great update Tr horrific <laughs> yeah, it's making some great money there so they can reinvest in these good ideas. That tells me that there's other people that kind of feel the same way. No, I was just going to say, No no Man's Sky is a, a lot of fun. The co-op co makes it well worth playing. Being able to explore and do stuff with your buddies and 
It also helps with the grindy part of the game since it is a survival game because you can you can trade items with each other. You can just gift you know uh, materials to your friends. You can help each other out. So if you're working on one quest, your friends working on another. Instead of going, you know, you might need 800 of this material, but your friends already got 600 of it and doesn't really need it right now. You can be like, here you go, go get the other 200 or you know whatever the case may be, and it saves you time and stuff. And then you know you help them out and voila. Um, of course, there is. I did find out there is um, friendly fire. You can't kill your friends. Oops. Yeah, found that out unintentionally. I was playing with the son and another friend when I was playing before the PS4 uh, went to hell. And, um, yeah, well, we found out we can accidentally kill each other. So (laughs) be careful of that one. Um, But aside from that, um, yes, accidentally killing your friends with a mining laser. Sorry. Mm. (laughs) Neutron, have you played much Fortnite? And if you have... Have you played No Man's Sky? I have played a handful of matches of Fortnite. I was never able to get into the whole building thing. It's, you have to practice to get good at that portion of the game. I, I just gave mm-hmm. up. <laughs> um, it's not just that, but everyone seems to kind of just play it more as TDM. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have, so I bought um, No Man's Sky when it came out. Uh, put in a good fifty hours and then continued with Destiny One, uh, and and then uh, the update came out. I've played twenty hours so far, but again I'm back with Destiny Two. There's a there's a common denominator here, so I'm, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it, it's fun, okay. but I I want to spend more time on Destiny because I just enjoy it a lot more. But I do enjoy No Man's Sky. Don't get me wrong. And one of the things that you mentioned, um, Silas, is there's quests. Yes. That's one of the things that I guess a lot of people like about about these type of games is that there's quests, there's milestones, there's stuff that you can do. There's other than just oh, challenges in uh, you know Fortnite. Yeah, it's interesting to see that this this move from um, games that start you off with some storyline. Again, I'll go back to COD. I'll go back to Halo. There's a main story, and then you go into PvP, and there you go. And the Battle Royale completely eliminates all of that for the people that were just buying Call of Duty uh, and going directly into PvP and never playing any of the storyline whatsoever. This is really geared for them, for the people that really want to be competitive and they want to get right into a match and and whatever the case may be without being constricted by storyline. And then to see storyline based games that incentivize you to play PVP are kind of making this like this little comeback. It gives me hope. Gives me hope a little. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if Fortnite will be easily dethroned though. What do you guys think? If you look at PUBG, PUBG was it. And then Fortnite came along and has kind of dethroned PUBG. It's been up there for a while. (laughs) It's it's been up there for a while. Is there... Is there any game that could dethrone Fortnite anytime soon? It can happen like any, like anything else, but um, it's going to take a lot. It's going to be something that catches enough people's interest and, and, and is good right out of the gate and then continues to be supported, which I think is the biggest thing uh, for longevity of, of any game really is, is the support behind it. And Fortnite's getting that. Like they're getting you know free updates every season. There's something different. There's challenges to chase for them. Um and I don't know. It's going to be hard because Fortnite is free. <laughs> it's a free game. Mm. Um, not many other uh, developers uh, thrive in that system. So yeah, it might 
got, they got to be getting money from somewhere. Oh, they're getting it from the skins, man. People. Oh yeah. yeah. I know a story of a friend told one of his uh, nephews or something took his mom's credit card and spent $800 on skins. <gasps> Grounded. Ooh. Now you're working at McDonald's yep. for a bit. Yep. Yeah. That that's 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 a problem. That's a big problem. I remember the particular uh, update where the what was it the meteor comes down and crashes and leaves this great big, you know, hole in the ground and people you go over there and pick up a crystal and you could jump and run really far. And um after the first week of that nobody went over there and it was just business as usual and that update was out for a long time so i look at their updates i'm seeing a slow decline in inventiveness and replayability like it's it's novel but i think what people really want are some changes to the to the base the core experience that fortnite isn't capable of of making or at least at this time i don't know if it's due to the coding or how quickly they came up and they're just trying to stay relevant at this point and lucking out doing it. I don't know, but I don't think that they're going to be dethroned easily. And like you guys said, you know, the, the, uh, the updates, at least they're coming and they keep people engaged for a week. Um, does no man's sky have what it takes to challenge, uh, Fortnite or, or any of the front runners, including PUBG? Free updates. They're already starting to make events. Uh, they, I think they made an event where, uh, there's a portal. Everyone can go to a certain planet to get some uh, new material. On no man's yeah, sky. Yeah, something like that. I heard about that, but they promise uh, free updates, uh, weekly events. You know, stuff is coming down the pipe for uh, no man's sky. Yeah, they're definitely mm. stepping up their game with it with this uh, multiplayer, which they kind of needed to. So it's good to see that that that's what they're doing. And I like to hear that there's it's a PvP environment. There's friendly fire, but there's also quests. There's things that you can go do. And that PvP extends uh, from the planet as well. You can fight each other in the ships or no? Yes. Yes. See, you that's can blow really up your friendship if you want to. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. As, see, in my opinion, Fortnite just can't. There's going to be a, a strict crowd of people that don't want any of the frills and they just want to get in and start shooting people and, and they enjoy uh, the RNG loot system, and then that's all that they want to do. But I see this slow and steady decline as being more of a an indication that people do enjoy incentivized PvP and not like, well, if you go and do this, then you get this amazing new weapon. But incentivized PvP from storyline, why are you there? What are you doing? And I'm not saying No Man's Sky necessarily has like this enriched storyline, but there's a lot to do and a lot of options, and you can build how you want to. Yeah, you can also build a racetrack if you want to and do racing. I think a game like that could challenge uh, some of the front runners because there are so many options for so many different types of gamers. And that's really what you want in one platform right now. In other news, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is due for release in October this year. With the release of Origins in 2017, what was responsible for the quick turnaround? And I didn't didn't realize this. Uh, Both were in development at the same time. And two teams. Origins nope. was amazing. Did you guys play Origins? Did I not. Did not. <gasps> Origins is amazing. If you guys remember, they were pumping out an Assassin's Creed game like Call of Duty every year, and so they decided to take two years. And uh, Origins was absolutely fantastic. Great storyline game. And they're going to come out with Odyssey 
in the same spirit, the fact that they were able to separate teams and do both at the same time, I have high hopes that this is actually going to be a really good title. Um, Ubisoft says, when you get Odyssey this year, you're going to get uh, in for a couple of years, actually. He said at GamesCon on Assassin's. We had a game in 2018 and we have one this year, but we are not going to have a full-fledged Assassin's next year. It's just because the team were working separately. So we have two games now, one year after the other, but next year you're not going to have a fully-fledged one. So it's going to be supported with updates pretty heavily. So will they continue doing that, having two separate teams going forward? Or was this just a coincidence that they had they wanted to pump out two? I got to say, that knowing Ubisoft... Um, if it is a structure that works, if this game is successful, then they may, you know, as a, as a duo, it may be better to separate the teams or to have two smaller teams or however they've decided to structure it and do it this way and then support it with really value added updates. Cause let's face it, like I'll go back and play Assassin's Creed Origins so long as there's great DLC to play. Now I don't play it as a main because I'm really into looter shooters kind of stuff. But um, as a game that's just purely PVE, having those new DLCs, I, I will definitely come back so long as they're not like three hours. You know, I'll pay for for eight hours of content, yep. ten hours of content. I think that's really good. Um, is it better for the brand overall? To avoid yearly releases. It can be. I mean, it, pushing stuff out too too quickly, um, you have a tendency of, of it just becoming of something that could have just been an update or a DLC instead of an actual full-fledged game. Uh, also, usually in that whole rushing process, you can end up with a lot more bugs, so on and so forth. I mean, that's what happened. In the earlier days of Assassin's Creed, that's why Unity was very, very broken on release and that was the last assassin's creed i played sadly assassin's creed andromeda <laughs> <laughs> let's hope let's hope ea has learned their thing and to let bioware actually do their thing and like let them use all the resources for it of course andromeda f- was had a problem because they took resources from that and put it toward uh something else that's coming out next year Right about the mm. same time as Division 2, although Division 2 is what's getting my money and my time right off the bat. Mm. Uh, Anthem, it could be interesting, but that's a wait and see. I think there's a balance in where you put your resources in this kind of thing. And uh, being on the, again, Call of Duty, being on the the FPS frame of mind that you're going to pump out a, a new game every year with the, with the same system, but just new maps and uh, a touch new storyline, I think it's outdated. I think I think the majority of gamers are feeling like they want a they want an experience that's going to stick with them for a while. They're building towards something, and you spend fifty hours in a game, and then that's and then it ends. And you know, supporting it with regular DLC, and then making sure that it's a solid release is really the key to you know keeping your money in house with a title. So, Neutron, any thoughts? Um, let's see. I prefer the system where, kind of like Destiny, they'll release their main game and have DLCs throughout, DLCs throughout uh, its life. Um, and I like the move that they made here for Assassin's Creed, having two different uh, teams basically work on two different games. Um, and we'll have to see if that pays off for them, um, if they're going to continue with it. 
or are they just going to have one dedicate dedicated large team per you know every two three years? If it works, I'd recommend that they stay with it. Like if Assassin's Creed Origins has been has been absolutely great. Should other developers take note of this mentality? I probably see. Uh, they'll probably have to wait and see um, how this works for Ubisoft, and um, they might give it a shot. Don't know who will be the next one to, you know, attempt it, but it would be interesting. Yeah. I got to say on my part, when I'm in a game, I'm in it for a very, very long time. So uh, if I've got to wait a couple of years for that new release to come out, so long as you're supporting it with regular DLC and fixes, I will stick with the title. I always be a fan of of my time counting for something at the end of the day. I don't lose that 50 hours that I've played and I'm just roaming around in an open world bored to death. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, because then I put it on the shelf and I don't come back. So um, I think this is a great way to go. And it's funny how the MMORPG mentality has really taken over uh, a lot of the games that we all enjoy playing. Whereas back in the day, we go back to Never Rest. And early MMOs like World of Warcraft, that was a very select group of individuals that were playing those games. And even even those weren't always accepted by the gamers, other gamers <laughs> around them. Uh, no. <laughs> but now you see those RPG MMO uh, uh, tie-ins with games like Destiny, who's it's got a very Halo FPS feel to it as well. So it's really interesting. Speak Destiny? Dest- did I say Destiny? Destiny? You did. Oh, Neutron. Destiny 2 Forsaken DLC is out. And uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. But uh, I know that you've been spending a lot of time with the Forsaken update. Uh, tell us a bit about what's going Man, on. Man, I've put in probably over 12 hours. And the DLC came out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> came out yesterday and I've already got 24 hours. Oh, man. I haven't went to bed yet, and I uh, decided to get a, a home catheter. So, <laughs> saves time. <laughs> no, so I, I decided since they announced the date for the DLC that I was going to take this week off. Uh, you know, I got lucky. We got Monday off for Labor Day. This week is also my Friday off, so I only have to use three days of vacation. So, damn it, I'm going to do nice. it. I'm going to play games. I'm going to enjoy this DLC. And so far, I'm loving it. Uh, it it I mean the story is very story driven. Uh, I've you know there's a lot of quests, a lot of stuff to do. The campaign is it's already um, it's longer than both of the DLCs from year one, and it feels about the same size as the main main campaign of the base game. Um, right now, I'm already at end game, um, so I've. Uh, you know, defeat the main campaign. Now there's extra steps, extra quests. There's so much stuff to do. The grind continues. Wow. I don't know if that, I've still, I just got past the, uh, the, the low level guys. I've got the three big guys before the main guy. I, I may have an equal amount of time in it. I I, I got lucky because I had uh, my buddy Ecliptix and we helping me out. So that, that'll make it go a little bit faster. I see. Mm-hmm. That helps. Mm-hmm. So, anything in particular with the um, with the update that you are really excited about? And with that, is there anything that you're not very thrilled with? Because this is a pretty expansive update. There's a lot of stuff that has changed 
um, if you haven't visited Destiny 2 since Osiris, um, yeah. you've, got, you've got some surprises ahead of you. So uh, are there anything that you like and, and anything that you don't like? I'll go with all the likes. So they uh, changed up the gunplay mechanics. Now you can mix and match your uh, kinetic energy and heavy. Now you have shotguns running in primary slots. You have snipers, secondary slots. Um, you know, that's good and bad because, man, I'm getting shot left and right with them shotguns. <laughs> so I like it. It's, it's, it feels like the Destiny 1 ga- gunplay. It, it, I, it's very smooth. You can now have a hand cannon, sniper, and a rocket launcher. It feels nice. Um, but now the hard part about that is having to unlearn everything from the first year <laughs> has been the hardest part because you got used to a, a certain uh, play style. Now you have to learn about new counter counters. Um, so that's been that's been fun and challenging at the same time. Um, I do. Man, I love the bow and arrow new weapon type in the game. Word. It is so satisfying to get those headshots. Oh, my God. It is. Especially the, the explosive bolt. Oh, yes. <laughs> it, it's so good. I'm ah man, Bungie's so good with introducing new weapons. Um, and a good thing is they mentioned in one of the uh, um, uh, news releases is in future DLC, it'll be free. They're bringing back light machine guns. So if you didn't get a chance to play with those in Destiny One, those were my favorite heavies. So be careful. <laughs> Interesting. Not to mention there's there's changes to the the mod system. Uh, milestones uh, now count towards what's well, not milestones though what is the pursuits pursuits yes there's now pursuits there's where all your bounties go all the uh weapon quests they go there um so it cleans up the ui a lot you don't have a lot the only thing that shows up in the milestones in your um main menu are like mission like uh, campaign centric type milestones um, they also have an achievement system. Yes, they added uh, triumphs. So before in Destiny 1, they had at the end of the year, or the first year or two or three, they had triumphs for people to go go back in the game and do certain challenges and get certain rewards. Well, now it's part of the base game, so it, it, uh, it was retroactive. So anything that you did in year one counts towards these triumphs. You can There's a score for it, so... There's a bunch of crazy ones. There's one where you have to, everyone has to uh, get kills with supers only and, and win the Crucible match. So there's there's some rough ones out there. Uh, wow. But they, they sound like fun. And now they also added collections in the game. I saw that. That is really cool. So now you can tell from in the game, figure out what you're missing as far as weapons, armor, not have to use a third party uh, website. And you can craft it from there as well. If you've had it previously, yes, you can craft. Correct. You can craft it. I, I don't know what it, I think it's just shards, the purple shards that you need. I don't know if it gives you a random roll because now you get random rolls on weapons. Not. I'm not sure. I haven't tested it out yet. And shaders are now. I, you can now. Free to apply. Recycle five at a time with uh, Master Rahu, which mm-hmm. is good. I think you get a glimmer for it. Um, and I think someone told me that shaders, you don't have to pay glimmer to equip a shader anymore. I don't know if that's right. I haven't, I haven't tested. You don't. 
You don't. It's free to equip your shaders, which is awesome. I I gotta say though, I'll input it right here. The wifey, of course, has been playing quite a bit of the Destiny 2 update. And one thing that she hasn't uh really liked is the infuse system has changed. Have what we- are your thoughts on infusion? So I think we might have gotten spoiled year one. Because you could easily it didn't matter. Like you can just infuse whatever. It never mattered because you can get the materials back quickly. Now it matters what you want to upgrade. Right? You have to be really picky on what weapons you really like. What do you want masterwork? Because there's 10 levels of masterworks now. Um, so there's now it matters what, what you decide to, to upgrade. Um, what I recommend is do not infuse anything until you get to level 50. Because uh, your first soft cap is at power level 500. Um, so I wouldn't infuse anything right now. I would just use whatever weapons are dropping and uh, wait until you get those higher level for it to uh, really matter. And I got to say, we were grinding so hard with that Solstice of Heroes event, I was kind of saddened to unequip it so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what is the point of wearing this? Yeah, first 10 (laughs) minutes, I wasn't wearing it anymore. Like, my blue stuff is way more powerful than this. Uh, There's going to be a lot of stuff coming up for Destiny. I'm actually really excited about this update, and I'm super glad that you're covering it uh, so thoroughly. I'm going to be learning a lot from you and the crew. I'm going to need it. Getting used to this new system is kind of crazy, but I've been enjoying it. I think it's... It's exactly what the game needed. The the storyline pacing, the storytelling is amazing. Uh, all of it feels even more pronounced RPG MMO to me, and I love that. The changes are fantastic. It really speaks to the the World of Warcraft nerd in me. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm I'm gonna be putting a hell of hours on this game for yeah. this next year. <laughs> me too. One last announcement. Is there any? Well, is there anything else? I have nothing else. I'm just waiting for Silas to get on and play more Destiny with us. <laughs> <laughs> Working on it. Working on it. We have one more thing that we're going to talk about before we end our episode, and that is a little bit of news around Monster Hunter. If you didn't know already, it's been out for a couple of weeks on PC. That's right. Monster Hunter World and all of its glory are now on PC. Unfortunately, if you have an ultra-wide monitor, it I don't know. It's not working on, on mine. So we'll, we'll oh, kind of no. see. Yeah. It's not, it's not inherent. It's uh it's kind of, it's doing what Diablo three does. You only have one perspective and that's it. But, um, I did pick it up. I haven't had a chance to really play it because, uh, destiny Two. <laughs> um, is anybody else picking up monster hunter world on PC? Mm, I don't really have the time for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> There, Monster Hunter is a grindy game. Yeah, there's it there's is. enough other stuff that I'm playing, and, and I already have one grindy game, and that's and that's No Man's Sky, and that's 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 the grindy game yeah. I'm gonna stick with at the moment. Um, other than maybe jumping on some Destiny Two, perhaps, and of course, uh, other stuff coming down the pipeline uh, that I really want to play. I so I got it on PS4 when it came out, uh, mostly because I couldn't wait for the PC version. I was like, screw it, I want it now, and I put in. I don't know, probably close to 100 hours uh, on PS4. Got your I, money's worth? I got wow. my money's worth, and I can still go back and play. I want to go back and play because there's plenty of stuff that I can still do. 
but I don't think I will. I the last game that I wanted to buy twice or will buy twice was Destiny Two. That's it. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm sticking with one. Um, there's just not enough time, right? If you have a if you have a full time job and then your hobby is, is gaming, it's rough. Yeah, you have so many hours after work. Uh, sometimes you got family stuff to do, social stuff. You know, it's gotta get laid once in a while. Take care yourself. Especially if you're into games that are are looter shooters. If it's an RNG based game, like the, the whole point is that you're you find the one that you really like and then you stick with it. I'm I'm a fan of a lot of looter shooters, and I just don't physically have enough time. If I could warp somehow into a space time continuum that allowed me. To- <laughs> to play everything all the time i would Uh, i probably have five minutes on monster hunter world pc and two and a half of that was figuring out why it wasn't showing up right on my ultra wide so uh, but it's there in case i ever come back i i don't know it's it sure is a beautiful game though but destiny and division is where it's at right now yeah anything else guys gearbox needs to hurry up and release borderlands 3 damn it yes (laughs) (laughs) Give me the Borderlands 3. But until then, I'm going to play everything else. <laughs> um, I am excited for Fallout 76 that's coming out uh, later this year. So I'll be playing that with some friends um, on PC. I've decided if it's not, if it's on multiple platforms, I'm probably going to get it on PC. Um, if it's an exclusive game, I'll get it on whatever console that is. So That's pretty good mm, way to roll. the move that I'm doing. I'll probably be picking that up. Probably picking up Anthem. It, it's changed. Probably picking up Anthem. Yep, got to wait a little bit more. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait after release. At this point, I don't think we're gonna be doing any pre-orders. All right. I want to thank everybody for joining us on episode 24, Borked 4.0 of My Life in Games. We will see you guys again here in two weeks. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at MLI Games and interact with us there. Feel free to submit any show questions that you may have. We would love to hear from you. In the meantime, we will catch you soon. Say goodbye, everyone. See you later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.